Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Wednesday, August 18th. Hope you're doing well today. Yesterday was, uh, well, not a great day on Wall Street. Ended up better than it was partway through the day, but we'll talk about that more when Dave joins us in just a minute. But before that, let me remind you, folks, there's only one thing that any of us can control. We can't control the markets. We can't control what's happening in Afghanistan. We can't control what's happening in Washington, D.C., but we can control how much risk you have in your portfolio. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your financial x-ray. Hey, with that, we'll start next with Dave. And that mean there. It's 8.40 now, 20 before 9. Let's check in on money and see what's happening in the markets this morning. And as always, we go down, check in with Philip Statler, head honcho of Statler Financial Services in downtown Sebring. Philip, good morning. How are you today? Hey, good morning, Dave. Doing well today. You know, yesterday was, uh, well, let's just say not a great day. We, we did... Uh, we did have a, a pretty downward movement yesterday, but not, not I mean, interday was way worse than what we ended the day. So that was, I guess, some good news at the end. And that's kind of why I'm almost describing it as malaise. I mean, we've been bombed with a bunch of relatively minor but still important economic reports that missed expectations. And finally, it all caught up yesterday. The Dow was down 282. S&P was down 31 and a half, and the NASDAQ was down about 137 and a half. And as you say, it was worse during the middle of the day than investors caught up and said, wait a minute, we're ignoring everything else. We might as well buy something. And bargain hunting kind of brought us out of the, uh, the, the real pits. Kind of brings us up this morning, and more news that's. Uh, I, I, I'm. I. We were saying before we went on the air. I guess I'm not surprised. We got the report out. Building permits month over month. A pleasant surprise. More than double what was expected. Up two and a half percent. But then housing starts just absolutely fell off the edge of the earth. And my first reaction was, geez, if all the workers are getting sick during the uh, Delta variant, I, I guess I'm not surprised that not as many people started building homes last month. Well, and that, that could very well be. But you add that to the other little thing that you had yesterday that came out after we talked, and that's that uh, Home Builders Index fell yesterday. So I don't know, maybe those two things are, uh, have some correlation together. Yeah, it could very well be. The thing that you're referring to is uh, a uh, housing, let's see, called the uh, NAHB Wells Fargo Housing Market Index. It's a nationwide survey of home builders, basically, and it went to a 13-month low last month yesterday. Kind of gives us a leading economic indicator on the housing market as far as how the builders are thinking, and uh, they kind of got a case of stinking thinking right now, evidently. It's definitely looking that way, Dave, when it comes to construction. Um, it is good news that the building permits are up. But, you know, so often uh, we get excited because people go pull, you know, pull permits. But that doesn't mean they're going to break ground yet. There's still a lot to happen between the permit hitting and them actually breaking ground and starting to build something. And sometimes, um, you know, they, they lose steam somewhere in between. 
Absolutely. There was about a 30 to 60 day delay between the time that we saw the building permits drop off to nothing and the time we really crashed and burned back in the 0809 housing crash. So it doesn't necessarily mean anything. It doesn't it's not bad news, but it, 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 it doesn't necessarily something that you can put in the bank either when we do that. For what it's worth, they were expecting a 1% increase in building permits. We got 2.6%, and on that face alone, it's good news. But as you say, there's a, there's a lot of places where things can slip between the cup and the lip, right? Absolutely. And then, you know, we do have more stuff coming out later today that, um, that you know, will definitely – um, have an impact on the markets this afternoon. Uh, and that's going to be the, the Fed Open Committee Market Committee meeting minutes come out today at 2 o'clock. Absolutely. Uh, I was going to say you had mentioned that uh, you'd heard tidbits and gossip coming out of the Fed that some of the governors are starting to cage rattle about tapering our, uh, our loose money policy a little faster than they were expected. If that shows up in the minutes, there's going to be an earthquake on the uh, – on the uh, stock market charts. That, that could very well happen. I, I did have an article I was I was reading that that indicated that uh, you know the Fed governors were somewhat um, leaning more and more towards uh, tapering actually in the month of September. So <clears throat> that would be way off from what um, the the rest of the the minutes have indicated. I mean that would just be a really a change. Uh, because the expectation was that we wouldn't see tapering until maybe the first quarter next year. And with Paulson gunning for a renewed appointment from President Biden, seeing the uh, stock markets tank off of tapering talk, that kind of throws a whole bunch of mess into it in the process because he's due for reappointment now. And that, that's true. And so we'll uh, we'll have to continue to keep our eye on that to see exactly what happens and uh, and today will be some maybe some indication of what they're thinking. Understood. To clarify what we're talking about, folks, is the minutes to the Federal Reserve meeting from last month comes out a couple of weeks after the meeting, and green eye shades across the country just parse every single syllable on those things. And with gossip like that coming out of the Federal Reserve, you can bet they're going to be parsing it even more carefully than they usually do. Uh, that's right. I mean, they're just going to be looking at every syllable, every single sentence structure uh, to, to kind of read between the lines. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's pray no secretary misspells anything in the minutes today. It could end up causing a dump. <laughs> well, like last year, yesterday we had Home Depot report and they were, uh, you know, did OK, but they disappointed the analysts. And I made note at the time that there was a sector effect on Lowe's. Lowe's didn't report yesterday, but they were tanking at the same time Home Depot was pre-market. Now we've got Lowe's response as far as earnings reports are concerned. How are they doing this quarter? You know, Dave, they actually did well. They they beat by about 24 cents a share. They came out at $4.25%. Uh, revenues beat uh, forecast. Same store sales did decline 1.6%, but that was better than the 2.2% that was expected by analysts. So, so across the board, it looks like they did well. And they also raised their full-year financial outlook. Um, yeah, so, so that was good news. For lows this morning, and and you're right. Yesterday they did close down 5.8 percent, but they're getting a bump this morning, up 3.7 percent right now to 189 dollars. Which, given the fact that they're fighting a pretty big headwind across the market, that's pretty good. They're toward the top of my big winner list this morning early on. 
Yeah, so so that's that is some good news for that industry too. The uh, hey, I had another big big time retailer report, uh, Dave. Mm-hmm. Target Target came oh. out. They beat by fifteen cents a share. Came in at three dollars and sixty four cents. Revenue was slightly ahead of expectations. Same store sales was better than expected by a little bit. They, they came in at eight point nine percent compared to the eight point eight was expected. Um, but Target. Um, is sliding this morning. It's going to drop in here somewhere, I can tell. I, I can't find it. I can't, I can't oh. find it, but but it is down almost 2% this morning. The only thing that I can see is there is no guidance, right? Lowe's ah. gave guidance, and and they were, they were rewarded for that this morning. I'm going to talk about Krispy Kreme Donuts next. They gave guidance, and the last time I looked, they were getting rewarded for that. So, um, that's the only thing I can see is that Target didn't give any guidance. And so that may be what's uh, in there somewhere. That may make good sense, given the fact that we kind of have been reading off of the earnings season this year. If the company gives good guidance, that forgives a whole ton of sins. If you don't give it at all, even when you're doing as well as Target is, it costs you. Yeah, so I mean, that's the only thing I could find between the reports that uh, wasn't mentioned. So like I said, Krispy Kreme Donuts is the other one that came out today. And they actually missed by a penny huh? a share. Yep, they missed. Uh, they, they came in at 13 cents a share. Uh, revenue did beat expectations. They gave a better than expected revenue forecast. Again, that, that helped them. Um, and so they're trading up this morning right now at 2%. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess I'm surprised that they uh, missed anything just on the grounds that you know high carbs are good for a vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I want to talk. So I have another one, Alcon. Now, Alcon, it took me a little while to recognize the name, but they make contact lenses. They make surgical products for eye care. Um, mm-hmm. They're a, I think, a, a Swiss a Swiss company. So they're not on our exchange, <clears throat> but they uh, they reported better than expected earnings results uh, on both earnings and revenue and they raise their full year guidance um, they they the quarter they debuted a new contact they call it the vivity interocular contact lens um, and they analysts say that really will help drive sales growth for them again they are trading right now on the Swiss exchange up 30 percent this Ooh. morning yeah well, I, um, I lo- I lived in Alcon contact lenses till I got my cataracts done, so I know the brand pretty well. So they're uh, they're having a, a really a really good uh, a good quarter, and their stock price is really bumping up because of that. Cool. Almost wish they were being traded over here because we could use a bump. Resetting the table this morning. It was an off day on all three of the major indexes yesterday. Looking at the open market committee meetings and some yeah, reports out of the market. Where are we going 45 minutes early, Philip? Dave, I'm going to say right now, we are still heading down this morning. Um, and, and that's, um, I don't know, maybe we've continued by the, the way it was yesterday. I'm not sure. But the Dow right now is down about a third of a percent. Uh, the S&P 500 is down two-tenths of a percent. The Nasdaq's down a little over a tenth of a percent. Um, so, and the VIX, that's the thing that we follow for the volatility index on the S&P 500 is up 1% this morning. So not, uh, not good news there on the index side. The commodity side, we're seeing some upward movement. 
Silver is up about two tenths. Gold's up about a tenth of a percent. And then crude oil is up three quarters of a percent to $66.84 a barrel right now. Still in the trading range, but there was an inventory report out yesterday that indicated our supplies are going down, which probably bumped the price up on crude oil by a little bit. Overseas markets, the Asian rim mostly up. They must be kind of having a zero-sum game moment against our down day yesterday because they were all up and substantially in some cases. Europe is trading fractionally downward this morning, halfway through their trading day. Philip, watching this marketplace, and like we said, we could have an earthquake about 2 p.m. when the market meeting, when the, when the open market committee minutes come out. That's called risk. And if you're getting close to retirement, you don't like that word. How do I find you to minimize my risk in my retirement fund? They, that, that is the only thing that any of us can control is how much risk we have in our portfolio. To find out what your risk number is, give us a call at 863-382-0037. Check out our website, statlerfinancial.com. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730. And back here, as usual, tomorrow morning, the same time on Light FM. Philip, thank you so much. You have a good day, and we'll see you then. All right, man, you too. Take care. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Hey, folks, I want to thank you for joining us today. Again, halfway through the week, I hope your week's going well. Hey, take care. Until tomorrow, I'll talk to you then. Bye.